Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's the final word, Ashes Daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Jeff, a very busy day for you to sum up in 30 seconds. Bananas Day. Australia added 18 for the last two wickets. Wrapped up pretty quickly. Uh, looks like they might be in the game early. Ben Duckett out quickly. Zach Crawley playing and missing. Moen Ali doing the same at three. And then Moen goes on to 50. Crawley goes on to 100. They put on 121 together. And then the big one. 206 runs between Root and Crawley. Crawley goes on to 189. Monsters them after he reaches 100. Root makes 84. Um, England end up at four down with those two out late in the piece. They're 384 on the board. They're leading by what? 67? Yep, you've got it. Uh, there were 402 runs scored today. Um, 384 of them and 72 overs by England, the two wickets in the final session, both due to a bit of variable bounce, which will be mm. a, a talking point, I reckon, overnight. But Spicy. That could not have gone any better for England. They, they basically had two sessions in one between lunch and tea where they added... Uh, I wrote it down. They added 178 runs in 25 overs at 7.2 and over, losing just one wicket. And after Mo and Ali and Crawley were going at a really decent clip as well for their 121, which you mentioned before. That's the highest score in the series for a number three, Moeen's 54. Mm-hmm. I mean, every call they've made, going back to the big one at the start of the series with... Um, Zach Crawley opening in the first place has been vindicated. He's got more runs than anyone in the series. It, it was it was one of those days where, like, you and I have watched a lot of cricket, mm. and there are days when I... I guess there aren't many of them, but one like today where I sit there and think, well, how is this actually happening? Yeah. How is it possible for test batting to happen in this way? How is it possible for uh, a surface that looks at least challenging yesterday, and it was challenging early on mm. particularly, like the way that the Australian quicks were bowling early, they were getting seam movement, they were getting the ball to swing a little bit, there was deviation. Got Duckett. Uh, got Duckett, almost got Crawley umpteen times. Yep. How does it get to a point where teams can just start hitting through the line and, and, and find the gap just about every time? It, it was an extraordinary sustained attack from Crawley and mm. the second half of it was, I don't know, you, you, you will rarely see something as imperious as that. Yeah, and if you, you kind of want to synthesise it, I mean, this is what baseball's all about, right? Letting them be their best selves or their truest selves and that, that's what Crawley does. You know, acknowledging this on commentary through the day that he does throw his hands at balls outside the line of the off mm. stump. Um, he is a candidate to nick off kind of all the time. Jared Kimber's writing a piece right now about um, his shot control percentage lower today than any innings he's played through the Ashes. But, well, <laughs> but that's kind of okay because he scores so quickly and he has so many different types of shots and he's so bold against the short ball that 
if he has a day when he can ride his luck, he ends up making bulk runs. I mean, yeah. today was an example of that. That partnership of 206 came from just 186 balls. It's the fastest Ashes 200-run stand ever. Yeah. The second <laughs> fastest 200 partnership in the history of Test cricket, overtaking Hayden and Ponsing against Zimbabwe in, in 2003. How, how long did Paul Collingwood's 206 take at Adelaide Oval? Yes, I'm tipping it was days. a fair, fair <laughs> bit longer than that. Um, what, they, what they've managed to put together. The Crawley thing is interesting because it's always been, okay, it's high-low, he'll fail a few times, and he'll, he'll make a big score. He will rarely be able to ride his luck like he rode his luck today. Sure. It was extraordinary. I, I mean, I can think of six off the top of my head times that he edged past the leg stump. Mm. And not, you know, the thick edge that goes through deep backward square, but the one that goes just past the leg stump. There was one that, that Kerry was nearly able to catch diving down the leg side. There were another half dozen balls in, in his first 50 or 60 runs where he's, he's, really, he's driving on the up, which is so risky when there's a bit of movement. He's trying to drive Stark and Cummins and Hazelwood on the up. So the ball is nowhere near full enough to drive and he's trying to punch it on the rise through the covers. It's beating him. It's beating the edge by a cigarette paper multiple times. There were so many times and ways he should have got out. Um, the control percentage, his, his uncontrolled shot percentage was over a quarter of his shots right. But yeah. when he reached 100. So at the point that he reached 100, I think Crickviz had it as their sixth uh, worst or sixth least controlled 100 that they had on record at that point in time. Right. And then after that, it seems like he's middling just about everything. Yeah, and he combines that with the ability to play the sort of strokes that remind you why they've backed him so heavily from the outset because he does like he does typify the way that Basball's meant to transfer pressure. I know we talked a lot about pressure through this series across three and a bit test matches now. That was it. I mean Cummins and Smith um, were under the pump. A lot of the time Cummins was bowling. He looks knackered by the way and fair enough he's done a lot of heavy lifting through this series so far but it was plan A, plan B, plan C, plan A, plan B again all in five balls. I mean mm. they were trying to follow where the ball had gone the previous delivery. We saw that was a almost a game in India when trying yep. to break the game up. Different story here, it looks more desperate and snatching at things. And um, there was one stage where uh, Steve Smith was trying to get Cummins' attention, but he's like 100 metres away. He's fielding a deep backward square leg, mm. trying to change the plan mid-over. It's hard work and that's what Crawley and Root, let's not forget Root and all of this, the enterprising way in which yep. he played from almost the moment Literally he Literally ball one. No, he, he plays that little short arm jab, ball right. shot, ball yeah. one for four. Um, and then the same over, he, so that's behind square. Same over, he opens the face and goes through deep third. That's it. Eight, he's eight from four balls after he's just arrived at the crease and he carried on at the pretty much the same rate through. There was one little moment where Joe Root, where they got rid of the fly slip for Root. They tried to just change up again, going through the plan, cycling through the options they had, where they got rid of fly slip or deep, sort of very fine third man. And Root just looked down there. He just looked over there. And it was pretty clear body language. I'm going to play the reverse ramp. Mm. Guys, just so you know, I'm going to play the reverse ramp at some point. I'm going to hit it that way. I'm going to turn the bat towards the offside. And I'm going to hold it like a a frying pan (laughs) with a saucepan on it, with a a pancake on it. I'm going to flip that pancake into the crowd. He did everything short of shadow batting with it, right? You know, it was so clear he was going to play the shot. And I think the Australians knew that as well. He, He nailed a couple of them. One mighty one that... Um, nearly went into the site screen from memory at, at our end at the, oh, at the stadium end yep. and then one that was more angled over the, the cordon for four but again even that second one which he didn't make quite as good contact on um, immediately Cummins moved the fielder to where he thought the ball had landed he got that wrong too by the way it wasn't where the ball had landed mm. where he thought the ball might go next time so what does Root do just like it was at Birmingham on that fourth day put it away mm. I mean it, it's it's a classic case of an experienced batter batting with a guy who's yep. riding his luck in Crawley being able to dictate terms and before you know it Cummins has sent down his most expensive spell of his career and I think there was some of that with Moen Ali as well I was yep. 
critical of that decision to put him at three. I still think it's a bit of piss-taking, really, to put a player with... I mean, yeah, he batted at three a million years ago, but different story now. But maybe in the situation that they were in, where it was it was all about scoring as quickly as possible. Um, but he didn't. The thing is, he didn't come out and blaze. So there was that rationale that he could come out and be attacking. He makes his fifty off eighty odd deliveries, good clip, but not like he's trying to take on everything and, and take them down. But what he did was put away the pull shots initially. So he got. Yep. It, it's not like they went full bouncer wars at him when he came out. They bumped him some of the time. They didn't some of the time. Maybe Took him a couple of overs to get there, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and yeah. they could have maybe done it a little bit more on occasion as well. It was sort of sporadically thrown in there. But when it started happening, he got out of the way for the most part. Um, he he played the odd ball down from around sort of throat height um, down into the pitch off his gloves. And there was one over in particular where Cummins bowls five bounces at him, mm. and he just gets out of the way of all five of them. Then there's a no ball from the last ball Cummins has to re-bowl it and he plays a pull shot to that one to the re- like he was able to resist for that long but he just he just pulled it for a single so he makes his 50 he's he's there in that 100 partnership he gets it all going and then it felt like he he, he ran out of steam a little bit in terms of patience because he plays a big sh- pull shot to mid wicket which is dropped by yep. Cummins uh, sort of lobs off the top edge and then the next over he plays exactly the same shot off Stark and Kawaja takes a screamer so that was where I thought you know maybe Moeen's only got so much sort of patience left in him and after a while he, he tired out but through that early part he actually played his role and he, he put his pull shots away and made sure he stayed there. Yeah I agree I think the way he ducked was really impressive watching the ball before getting out of the way and so on it's not easy to do like we I think we sometimes make it sound like yeah. ducking out the way of bounces is, is straightforward but it's clearly not look at how many guys have been hitting the helmet and required concussion tests through the series so that drop catch cost them one run and all felt okay again Stark picking up the first two wickets he was in the wars today hamstring challenges knee problem fell on his shoulder late in the day which might be I something th- I think that, he's in trouble with that because yeah. he, he came back on so he's diving across it mid on or mid off um, lands heavily on the left shoulder it looked like it was the one where it presses back in yeah. sort of, and he got up gingerly and he, and he looked sore went off came back on but then he fielded a ball and he just couldn't throw it he's shaped to throw the ball and was like I can't he do this he ran it in didn't he he, yeah, got the ball and he, ran he it sort in. of underarmed yeah. it um, back to them and went off immediately again so I think he's in real strife um, and so I mean in a lot of ways Australia might be hoping that the weekend rain is as bad as forecast and they can get away with you know well I suppose there's some and Burton said they're down to their last five bowlers. Australia. Yeah, and, and they didn't off. use their they didn't use their fifth one particularly well either. Mitchell Marsh didn't bowl until Crawley was on 112. Yeah, nicked him off both times last week. And I know that it's easy in retrospect to quarterback this like, you know, and, and say well this, this different been... conditions. It wasn't really swinging. Sure, but but nevertheless, yeah. it did seem like they left that too long. And by that point, it, you know, keeper up to the stump stuff, mm. isn't it, with Marsh because there's no meaningful pace. The ball's a bit older. Crawley's set. They're trying to keep him at home and not get out of his crease to there, him. And there's all a the symbolic difference between um, Crawley slotting Marsh for six over. Deep midwicket oh, today versus edging off in in the 30s and 40s both times. That shot he played off Marsh was you, know, you used the word imperious before. That's precisely what it was like, um, picking his moment to swing, swing hard, and absolutely middling it. He played some stunning shots. I mean Crawley, you know, 189. The partnership with Root. Um, validating those who backed him in. For him, it's a it's a career-defining moment, his first mm-hmm. Ashes century for any player that takes the field in these contests. Getting one against Australia, I mean, as Ben Gardner pointed out on Twitter, he's got one more Ashes 100 in England than Alistair Cook's got, which has always been a frustration for Cook, having never got one in this country against mm-hmm. Australia, but still um, leading run scorer in the series. I know Rob Key was watching closely today. We, um, we well, heard... He almost got that in, in, in the space of an innings. I mean, they've, what, 300-odd, I think, was, was uh, where 
where are we? Kawadra would have been on about 3.40 before, yeah. um, and, you know, after the first innings in this test. Yeah, that, that's right. And just on, on the numbers and the partnerships, just to come back to that for a moment, yesterday Australia had five partnerships between 39 and 63. England didn't fall into that trap where they, they got set and they kept going. So that stand of 121, mm. I mean, it kind of felt like it broke the back of the Australian attack a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, once Root got out there playing the way he was playing, some of those cut shots from Root behind point were timed so well. One stands out in the memory towards the, the corporate box, the, the point. He timed it and placed it in a way, and you know, it, it's, a, it's a back cut shot, but it's all about timing. Mitch Marsh had 10 metres to run from backward point, couldn't get there in time. Mm. So, yeah, that was the kind, it, it took a grubber. It took a grubber um, from Hazelwood to deny Root another test time. Yeah, and that was after Crawley had got out as well. I mean, <laughs> almost bizarre in retrospect. Green's coming around the wicket at that it, point, yeah. isn't he? Um, sort of shortish ball, and Crawley pulls it off the gloves to, down onto the stumps and um, manages to, to get himself bowled on 189. And yeah, then the one that, that goes along the carpet um, that, that Root gets, where there's very little he can do about it's that. Ambro- it, Ambrose to Blewett stuff, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 close. He's had a couple of those over the years, too. I remember yeah. Hazelwood getting in with one of those oh, in yeah, maybe yeah. In, was it in Adelaide it took the clip the toe of the bat and was caught behind something that That's might have right, been the Chris yeah. Wokes one I might be mixing them up but he's 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 had his share of um, moments when he might feel a little hard done by it but he played beautifully and uh, whether or not he got 100 I don't think he's too bothered at this point no uh, even the way he was playing in the 20s like remember that Root gets out to the hook shot twice in about five minutes at Lords one was a front foot no ball from Cameron Green and there was a lot of criticism and scrutiny you know including from us about how he could have fallen into that trap well the trap was set today but he's clearly changed his technique Sky had a graphic where they compared his stunts he's opened up more and he's got the bat a lot higher mm. like a baseballer notice, he knows it's coming today, he knows bit. it's coming and he's already kind of inside the line to pull down hard on the ball he's letting balls go to the too high and if it's helmet or above he's controlling it down into the turf and the right. ones that he, um, he he found the gap there was one stage where Smith um, came up from deep backward square so not on the one but maybe 30 metres inside the rope so he just smacked it past him mm-hmm. he picked his moments to be super aggressive and um, yeah the cut shots we already mentioned uh, it's great to see Root in full flight he's if not the most attractive player in the world close to it and the sense I was getting from people watching at home in Australia was just what the hell is going on like yeah. what what has happened to this team in the space of you know 30 overs they've, they've kind of gone to bits and it wasn't like it wasn't like there was a raft of drop catches and you know <laughs> yeah there, there was the one but then they make up that catch a couple of balls later and there was the one at mid-on where where Cummins couldn't pick up the ball in the crowd when, when it was locked yep. down there by Moeen off Travis Head uh, and so it might have might have been able to catch it if he picked it up earlier but it wasn't like everything was sort of going to slop like you see sometimes right. with teams on the field but it was like they just didn't know what to do and then every time they tried something it just didn't work like everything failed today every field placing failed every time they made a gap that's where the ball went next yeah belied the rhythm of the series right every time we've had one side get on top and feel like they're about to power home and uh, you know, press home their advantage. The other sides dragged their way back into it, either via you know, unforced errors or by good cricket. This was the um, this was the opposite of that. The, the deeper England got into this sustained attack, um, the less likely it looked like they were going to be dismissed. Mm. Um, so it meant. I mean, it's the first proper day in the dirt. I reckon that either side's truly had. Even Edgbaston on day one for Australia, they come out of that thinking we did a not a bad job of containing boundaries yes. and of managing the circumstances as best we could. And they on a real flat through, They worked through the lineup. They picked up enough wickets along the way. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so if they, if if Australia if today had panned out as it was and Australia had them eight or nine down, they'd be thinking, well, okay, we'll take that maybe. And and the, and the options that Ben Stokes has now, the fact that he you know he's 24 from 37, he's there with Harry Brook who 
uh, played uh, the innings of a lifetime last week in great touch on 14. They've put on yeah, 33. It was just sensible today. They just came out and batted sensibly for that last hour. That yep. was almost the weirdest bit that Stokes and Brooke went, OK, well, we've, what, we've got 50 minutes or so to the close. Let's just, well, you know, put it away, really. Well, I theorise they might declare, and this yeah. is way earlier in the day, they might try and speed the game up yet further by bowling tonight. And, and if there were to be, um, the, well, if the rain plays out the way we're told it's going to play out on Saturday and Sunday, at least they're giving themselves the chance to have maybe 13 of the 20 they need by stumps tonight mm. in a really good positive scenario for England. But now with the pitch playing a few tricks, a few balls keeping low, uh, and knowing that, well, the benefit of overnight is that the forecast might change. Right. So it might be they You'll wake up more. tomorrow yeah. and they're like, well, actually, you know, day four's not quite so bad and day five's a little bit better. They might end up being in a position where they can bat normally, not and normally for them still four and a half, five and over, sure. and bat all the way through mm. and only bat once. Yep. And what a situation they'd be in then to just turn the screws on Australia, who in that situation would need to mm. bat out a long time for a draw to win the series. It, 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 even that would be, I know yeah. it wouldn't be anywhere near as close a result as we had at um, Birmingham, Lords and Leeds, but that yeah. would also be fascinating, watching Australia try to hold on against England if they are on the rampage. Or if the forecast is bad, then they could bat through as you know, at a pretty quick rate until lunch, say, back through that first session, you declare around lunchtime or yep. just before. 60 overs to bowl them Yeah, out. you still give yourself the long second session and, and maybe you get a session in somewhere on the weekend amongst the showers exactly. if you're lucky, if you need to mop up uh, a few wickets at the end. They are the options that England mm. now enjoy. Let's turn to the final word, Hall of Fame. The final word, Hall of Fame, is brought to you by... Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City more extra less ordinary that um, is that is what we say about them that is what we famously <laughs> historically have said when when the record of this series is written and people say what did the final word say about Westfield that's what we will have said uh, sun's out fun's out oh, yeah. Westfield London Westfield Stratford City this summer it was it was out most of the day but you said you were cold it's freezing right now <laughs> um, it's legitimately the wind is freezing there was sun we but... saw all the Aussies wearing their bobble hats uh, yeah. you know, their beanies yesterday which felt a bit of overkill it's worthwhile today who's to know um, Get down to Westfield London during the week for the amazing Sunset damn, Social damn. promotion, which includes exclusive cocktails and summer menus, live music, and offers on places to eat and drink, including Sticks and Sushi, a See It to Believe It Danish-Japanese fusion restaurant, together at last. Danish-Japanese? Where you can Finally. enjoy their lobster croquettes and a glass of rosé for 15 quid. I would do that. I would happily do that. Sticks and sushi, Danish and Japanese. I went to a restaurant the other night, Jeff, called Karachi Wok with Kony, Norcross and Kimba. It was a Chinese-Indian fusion. I'm not okay. sure where Karachi Wok and Woks Karachi, were involved Karachi in all that. Karachi Wok. Okay. So, so it must have been right. It's, so this is, this is something that happens a lot in India, Bharat Sundarasan, that was, tells us about these, these fusion, sort of Chinese-Indian yeah. fusion cuisines all around the oh, place. Oh, Bharat was at that dinner and he had the Chinese, not the Indian. Duh. Yes. Yep, well, uh, Dan yeah. Danish-Japanese is a new one to me, um, but we'll check it out. Imagine if they had a Danish in the Danish <laughs> restaurant that was Japanese-themed. Google them. Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City, what great supporters they are of the final word. What are your nominations? Any nominations off the top? I've got a lot. Okay, I've, I've got, um, well, I've got one I might come back to. Okay. Why don't you start with one? I'll rattle through a few. First of all, Daniel Norcross pouring water all over the commentary desk today, and I had to clean it up with a pair of Lancashire playing trousers. Now, Jeff, you know I've got form when it comes to playing trousers. I do. Trying to win Mark Wars on eBay late one night in the 2015 ashes those trousers are now mine mm -hmm. bright red i've mopped up daniel's mess with them they are going to be in my kit bag tonight wow. um there was an alex hartley light tower mm -hmm. another co-host of the final word both daniel and alex alex did the, the job during the women's ashes recently they've named a pilot after her i gathered through pressure that she and kate cross who rang the bell today mm -hmm. have applied through the no balls podcast so well done yep and on, on tms yesterday as well so um she, that, that's alex, the alex was chatting the about it yes we're saying that it'd be nice it'd be nice to have something named after me maybe ah. just a light tower 
maybe just a light tower. And what light towers they are, I'm looking at one of them now, that must be sort of 60 yeah. metres in the sky. Well, there's only four of them. So, yeah. I mean, if they get shared around, you know, does, 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 uh, who else is going to get one? Does Fred Truman get a light tower? <laughs> I've got some Samson stuff for you. Well, first of all, that, that wicket today that Anderson took, first ball of the day, um, that was at 10.59. And yep. you very rarely see that in modern test cricket. The umpires are quite fussy about waiting until um, their watch, which I assume is all you know, lined up with all the devices we have these days from sure. the one conglomerate that owns all the bloody devices we own. The one conglomerate that owns the time. Yes, it does feel that way, doesn't yeah. it? Um, but no, they went at 11.59, or 10.59 rather, and that's when um, uh, when um, uh, Anderson got the wicket. The Wokes no ball, yeah. that wasn't a no ball. I mean, his bloody boot was, when, when he makes contact, mm. the, the buffer of his boot, because oh, we know that from Cummins at Brisbane a few years ago. We, if the if the buffer of your shoe, mm. you know, if the it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be the bit that's touching the ground no, behind it's just the line. Any of the it's shoe needs bit. to oh, needs to be the plane. Yep. I thought that was clear cut to me. That wasn't a noe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Which, which is why much. I've had this theory for years that they, that they should design a, a bowling shoe with like a little flag on the back Couldn't that stretches back a few inches. I think we did this then, at the time on the final word daily. Yeah. We said we want to get boots with a big fat. Big, big fat bum on the back of it. Yeah, like like a sort of like something that curves up so it won't touch the <laughs> ground, but like a tail so that you're always back over the line. Can I throw in one, which yep. is when Anderson took that wicket, and I mean, you know, I felt a little bit grateful. I was like, well, thank God, at least he picked up a wicket. Me you know, too. There was yeah. a moment of so that. So does Stokes. Um, Ali Martin uh, of the Guardian turns to me and says, James Anderson has just uh, broken the record for the most wickets by an English bowler that was previously held by James Anderson. <laughs> it, it's true. It's a new record. 689 is now the record. It was 688. Uh, there was a boundary in the first ball of... Oh, I don't remember when. Was it the first... There, something, something? There was a wicket first ball of the day. There's something here. I've got four times four first ball. There must have been a boundary in the first ball of England's innings. Is that there sound, was. That Crawley, off, Crawley off the... Gloves uh, pass carry down the leg side that's, from start. That's the most t- four times in the series. That's the equal most in a series where there's been a boundary ah, from the first ball of it. Because there've the been other two series, Crawleys. There was Warner in the first innings here. Got it. I don't know who the other one was. Uh, I don't know either. But I know that the other time it happened was in 1972 when England played Australia. Three of them Very were good. Stackpole. That's a Samo as well. And I've already done the one about 200 partnerships. Okay. Um, well, what I liked was that when Zach Crawley was coming, getting close to his hundred, um, and the England staff were sitting out on the balcony, and Brendan McCullum was out there in his big uh, padded. <laughs> They've all got those those uniform things with the towel across his legs, um, and I was sort of I was able to look over the balcony and, and and have a squeeze. He was watching golf on his iPad. Of course he was. Yep. They had the cricket on the laptop and the golf on the iPad. Never changed. Of course the Open Championship this week and it being a Thursday. I get it. Uh, that's it from us. Final word. Uh, daily is brought to you by Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City. Um, I've got places to be. You do as well. We've loved today though. What a day, cricket. 402 runs. England in a great position tomorrow to do something fun. See you on day three. Night. I ain't protected by the way I ain't fenced in If my future questions, my current senses That'd be the same we've been doing for centuries Sorry if I ran out to empty Wrote this so you know what I meant here I had to go about it, write it out